Hello and welcome to another episode of the Psychology of Womanhood and I am your host Shannon Ican Lady Battle. Thank you for tuning in with me for another day of chatting, talking, supporting women as we go through this journey called life. There are so many angles when it comes to trying to understand who we are, what we're supposed to be doing, and trying to figure out, are we doing it right? The ultimate responsibility I think we all have as women is just ensuring that we give our best, that we give 100%. And oftentimes we are, we have such a strong inner critic that we underestimate and we really devalue the the worth and the time and the amount of um, investment that we're putting in things. We know that we're doing stuff, but sometimes it doesn't feel like we're doing enough, if that makes sense. And we tend to really come down on ourselves really hard and be very judgmental. So if you did something and you did it well, you're a project that you worked on for the first time. When you look back at it, sometimes you can say, yeah, I did the doggone thing. But often we tell ourselves, uh, I could have did better or I should have knowing that with the tools that we were given with that first opportunity, we probably, you know, gave it our best shot and we should give ourselves credit for giving our best shot. When we're going through life as an adult, we often try to relate our progress and how well we do with how it was measured in school. So remember when you were in class and it was either pass or fail, or you had a range of grades from A, B, C, D, and F. And so when now, when we're doing adult stuff, we're trying to figure out, okay, how well did we do? And scaling how well we did. And for many of us, we don't give ourselves A's. And I'm like, okay, why is it that we do that? How is it that we are unable to give ourselves a lengthier measure on the scale when it comes to doing life tasks, uh, setting up an event, uh, doing something new, uh, getting uh, going through an interview? When we look at those things, we always are very subjective about what we think that we did. Um, And a lot of times we look at it based on what we think the outcome should have been. So if we attempted something and say we did a race, say we were in track and we were running a race and we ran our hearts out. Not only did we run our hearts out on this dash, on this hundred meter dash, but we also prepared for it. I mean, we did hours and hours of preparation and training. And then you get to the race to realize, guess what? There are people who are much faster than you. And it's not that you did a bad job. It's just that you weren't as fast as others who you were competing against. But does that mean that you failed even though you didn't win the race? Does it mean you failed even though you came in last? Or should there be some consideration for the other efforts that went into you prepping and even taking the courage to run that race? Because if we look at the total of who we're running against, if we really want to make some comparisons, we need to start looking at the fact that we can compare ourselves to people 
who ain't doing nothing. So you're comparing yourselves to others who train, you know, just just as hard and who maybe just be more physically agile than you. <laughs> and they're just able to, you know, always show up in the races. But think about the people who don't even you know, try to participate in the race. People who make excuses not to uh, come into that race. So if you compare yourself over a whole, what would you look like on that spec, that grading spectrum that you put on yourself? Would you be a little bit more lenient and allow yourself permission to give yourself a B plus, A minus versus the C because you didn't win? So when you start making these judgments on yourself make sure you're being fair to yourself you know I just want to you know we're very critical we and and we allow people to allow we allow their opinions to determine if it's a warranted opinion that you know we have or warranted uh critique that we have of ourselves, without fairly and properly measuring it and we in in being that we don't adequately measure we oftentimes uh, fail to do things. We fail to let go of relationships. We've talked about that, that we're in, that are getting us nowhere. And how do we know they're getting us nowhere? Because I'm in the same place I was 10 years ago from when I started when I was with you. <laughs> or I was doing good when we broke up and now I'm back with you and I'm back at, I'm back at my starting point again. You know, why is it that <laughs> I keep staying here? You know, so we have to look at, okay, how we, you know, how we're really judging ourselves based on outcomes that are showing up in our lives. You know, certain outcomes that show up show that, yeah, we're making progress and we're doing well and we need to make, we need to keep progressing. But even if we give ourselves an A for something, it doesn't mean that, okay, we can't get any better. So I think sometimes people do allow themselves um, a cushion of improvement if they're going to put uh, a label on their progress uh, when they're doing certain things. But what I want to talk about today is helping us to figure out how are we making our choices? Because the question oftentimes is, am I making the right choice when it comes to allowing our children to go to an event unsupervised? Am I making that right choice? Do I let my kid go and ride in a car with another teenager? Am I right making the right choice? Do I let my kid stay the night at someone's house and I don't, you know, I don't have any control over someone else's environment. Am I making the right choice? I'm about to get in a relationship with this person and I'm not sure if this is the right person. Am I making the right choice? Or I am in a relationship with this person and I'm not sure if I've made the right choice. And I was asking myself with this question, it's like, okay, how do you know when you're acting? You know, a lot of people just want to know, you know, am I making the right choice before they make a decision, whether you, you're deciding to take a job, whether you're deciding to, to go back to school, whatever it is you want to do. Often though, to answer that question, am I making the right choice? Uh, sometimes you don't know until you make the choice, especially when you've assessed everything and it appears like it's a good opportunity and there's really no signs indicating that you shouldn't go in that direction. You just have to take a chance. So for there, there's a skill set that I want you all to learn 
when it comes to making decisions. And I was thinking about this because there is um, some media frenzy right now on a couple. Um, it's a guy, a rapper called the baby, like like the baby, oh the baby, look at the baby, you know that type of the baby. And you got little baby and you got big babies. You got all these baby rappers, but he's the baby. So like if you've never heard of him, some of my older people, D-A-B-A-B-Y, the baby. And so it's him. And then it's this uh, Dominican singer. Her name is Danny Lee or something like that. Denai Lee, D-A-N-I-L-E-I-G-H, whatever. So they came across my social media because he was on a live and she was in the background and, you know, she was just giving him, she was just giving him smoke, I thought, because she was just like, he over here, you know, he doing his baby mama and doing me and all this other stuff. And she just had a baby. And so some of the comments, I, I like to read the comments afterwards what people are saying. And then, you know, I kept seeing it on the news and everything. I saw him TMZ. I was like, okay, what's going on in this with this couple here? Well, she's in a relationship with this rapper and I guess he's just not the best companion and she wants more of him than obviously he's willing to give. And so she's trying to put him on blast in front of other people. Ladies, first of all, we know that when you are in a relationship with a man, you do not lower his esteem or you try to devalue his self-worth in the public. We just don't do that. I don't care if he's a celebrity or if he's just the man you know you live with, with, with neighbors surrounding you. You do not do that. And so I'm looking at already, I'm like, okay, yo, this is just really going to go south very fast, baby or not. And so now you got a baby in the equation. So I, you know, when I looked at that, people were, you know, on both sides saying that, well, you knew who he was, but then you got other women. Don't tolerate the disrespect. Don't tolerate abuse. You know, don't let him devalue you and those type of things. And you're hearing that. But then I always go back to the question because I look at myself and then I look at the fact that I'm raising girls as well. How did she, did she even stop to ask herself, am I making the right choice? Because if you ask yourself and you actually follow these eight steps that I'm getting ready to give you, then you would be able to make a more informative decision before doing things that impact your future forever, such as having a baby. Because now when you have a baby, you're in a permanent relationship with someone you may never want to be in a relationship with long term. So now the baby changes that equation. But we think that it should change a person's responsibility to us. But a lot of times it doesn't because people go into things not evaluating the true necessity of the beyond the motive and intent of what that relationship may bring so if you are in in terms of a relationship distinguish between your wants and your needs wants if we keep entertaining them in our mind for a long period of time like think about when you're if if you wake up this morning you see a commercial about a sausage biscuit you haven't eaten pork in forever and you're trying to stay away from bread but they made it so appealing and the way they made it appealing in the commercial it stayed embedded in your mind and you're thinking about the last time you had one and oh god how good it was you know that the flavor from the pork and 
you know, just growing up as a child, grabbing your piece of sausage, putting on some bread, and you're thinking about all those things throughout the day while you're over here drinking your green smoothies and counting your calories and trying to do all the good stuff so you don't go to the bad stuff. But in your mind, you've thought about it for so long that it becomes a want. I really want this. And then you get mad if somebody tried to tell you, remind you of what your goal is. You're like, well, I don't care what you're talking about. If this is what I want, I'm going to get what I want but we have to distinguish okay if we're really trying to go towards a goal of of healthy living and that that will conflict with our our goal then is it important to go after what we want or is it should we then start shifting to what we need so when you're going through asking yourself, am I making the right choice? When it comes to, let's say, relationships, one, identify your desires. What do you desire to have? Because a lot of us, we desire things and we think we want those things, but we want them for now and recognize that maybe five or 10 years from now, we're probably not going to want the same things. I look at like with me with a house, I bought a house, what, 18 years ago. I want a different house now. That house I desired, the house I'm in, I desired it. I, I I built it from the ground up and designed it with my husband and, you know, everything that I wanted at the time. But now, okay, it's no longer conducive for who I am today and what I want today. So guess what? I need to make some changes or get a new house. So desires will change over time as you're developing, but they not only change for you, but they change for the other person that you're with as well. So when you're looking at the person that you're with thinking that they're tripping because now all of a sudden they want to do things that they've never asked to do before or had an interest in doing before, there's a conflict that begins that in the relationship because now we're doing things that, you know, it, it, it frightens us because we've never been here before. Why? Because as we got older, we did not know desires were going to change. You also need to go to the next step, which is identify your needs. What is it that you actually need? So when you're with you're picking this man. So this girl, Danny Lee, whatever, we can call it Danny, whatever. And she picked, you know, okay, I'm gonna be with the baby. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be with the baby. And I'm saying, do I want to be with him? And I need to identify my need for being with him. Right. So if I'm making the right choice, I need to go back and look at, okay, what is my need for being with him? Do I have a need? You know, is there something that he does that complements who I am? that allows me to shine in my greatness, that allows me to be vulnerable in my weakness and and not be put to shame. You have to really look at what needs are because we go so long feeling like we're starving, not having the things that we want as women, that we fail to recognize what we truly need as a woman because a desire and a need are two totally different things. And then your next step, number three, is analyze the reasons for your desires. Why do you want this now? Sometimes 
we want things because we see somebody else with it and somebody else who we see that maybe has worked hard like you're working hard or maybe they have not done much of anything at all but yet they have something that you don't have and so now we begin to have this interest that draws us to this individual what they have and if we you know are are worthy of getting it too so we start making those comparisons inwardly and even though it's happening inwardly and we're not being truthful about it that's really what's stimulating the desire the desire maybe for you is okay you're in your 30s everyone you know around you they're married and then the last friend in your group gets married but you have no desire for it you just see yourself as okay I'm gonna be happy with who I am and I'm not going to commit to you know that type of relationship because I just want to be you know free to do what I do and and it's okay to be that but now you have the influence of seeing what the what the bond of marriage happens with your friends lives and then you start you know maybe having a, a new desire that you didn't have before so then you have to ask yourself is this a need for me to have a permanent companion to complement my life in a way that allows me to do x y and z or is this just a desire I have because it's all around me this is all I'm seeing and these are all my friends and I don't have any other friends on the single spectrum like me and then it's making me feel alone your fourth thing would be to identify the risk you have to take, you know, to be able to get what it is that you want. So like with Danny and the baby, he already has kids and you have to look at, okay, if I involve myself in a relationship with someone who already has kids, first of all, what is the pattern that they showed with these other women? And why would I think that it would be any different with me? Am I willing to take the risk of my career, of my, uh, of my worth, of my time, of my, my mental wellness, of my financial means? Because anytime that I have to take away from the focus of my work, it costs me. And we don't think, you know, we don't really break down things. We look at the fact that something looks good. We like it. It's appealing. It smells good, tastes good. You know, all those senses are kicking in, but we're not really evaluating, okay, is this good for me? If I take this, your next thing, your fifth step will be to evaluate the consequences. We look at things and we say a lot of times we get mad at our kids, right? Because why they don't evaluate the long-term consequences. They do things without thinking that, okay, there is a contingency to this. There is a but or an and to this after you've done it. And so kids often don't really have that long-term perception of, of consequences. But as adults, because we've lived life long enough, made enough mistakes, have had enough experiences, we recognize that, okay, if I, if I, if I be in a relationship with someone who is lazy, who can't keep their word, then I know that if I marry this person, they're likely going to be lazy and can't keep their word. But we don't want to see it as that because why? A desire will kick in more. Why? Because all your girlfriends, they all are married and everybody around you has this union and they're doing the couple thing and you're by yourself and now you're alone and so now the need 
for being in relationship, different type of relationship kicks in as a need because now you have a longing and that's stimulated by what? The desire. So that's why all that stuff gets complicated. And that's why you really got to break stuff down and spend time with yourself to really assess like, dang, you know, what is, why do I keep finding myself in these situations? And why am I not making, you know, the right type of evaluations before I make these decisions? Because you get, again, going back, asking yourself, am I making the right choice? You got to figure out, okay, what's driving you to make this choice? The seventh thing is analyze your gains, if any. And if you, then you have um, for that you'll have for following whatever your desire is. So if I get into this relationship with this guy that has three baby mamas and he has, um, I mean, his lifestyle, the, you know, the type of music, the lyrics that he's attracted to, it is uh, not supportive of, of the quality of a woman. It's very demeaning and humiliating, you know, but the music and the beat sounds really good and he's very popular. He has a lot of, you know, big gold, big diamonds and, you know, drives nice cars and, you know, he got swag to him. How is that going to benefit me? If I allow myself to lay up in a relationship with someone and have a child for them, how is that going to benefit the things that I desire. I desire, if my desire is to to be married to someone who will only be attentive to me, who will be supportive of me, who will be able to carry me if I couldn't carry myself, someone who I would be willing to carry if they couldn't carry themselves. If those are my ambitions in life and if I allow myself to be driven strictly by what I desire and want at the time, am I going to gain or am I going to lose? And then the final thing, step number eight, just make a wise decision. And wisdom is something that we just have to ask God to give us and he'll give it to us. And sometimes the wise thing is just not making a decision until you can really evaluate if you would be comfortable enough to accept the responsibility of what comes with making the decision. So am I making the right choice? Again, it goes back to those two things you know, the desires and the needs. What is it that you really want? And what is it that you truly need? And finding the right combination for them both. That's why a lot of times people will say opposites attract. And when you say opposites, a lot of things are similar, but then there are very, there there are, you know, some strange uh occurrences that aren't similar in the relationship because you ask yourself how did those two get together well they got together because where I'm weak and that's where relationships work the best it's because they're supposed to complement one another so where I'm weak he's strong where he's weak I'm strong and that's what we do and so I may not like a lot of the things that he does but what he does helps me to elevate And become my best in an area that I may not be so great in or that I may have no interest in, you know, and you just have to begin to look at, okay, how do I make these right assessments 
in the beginning. So we don't have to be watching your business on TMZ and watching you look like a fool on, on, on somebody else's live feed because you can't have what you want. And being that you can't have what you want, you're going to try to make it, you know, look as though you're the victim when you had a responsibility. And I'm not saying that you, it's ever okay for, you know, a man to disrespect you, but it goes to, for us as women, we don't have the right, you know, to just blatantly disrespect a man because we've allowed him to be who he is is my mama used to always tell me if it walked like a duck quack like a duck guess what it's a duck ladies enjoy the rest of your day thank you for hanging out with me today remember the eight steps if you need um more information on this one i will have this posted on my website www.shannonbattle.com and also I have just released my first, um, uh, not my first, but I've just released a course called Write Your Book in 30 Days. If you got a story and you want the world to know, you want to leave a legacy. If you want life to live beyond you here physically, then you need to release the book. If you have ever had experiences, if you have ever um, been through anything, or if you've ever learned anything, then you have a story. And I, I would strongly encourage you, check out the course. You can get a free preview. If you go on my website again, www.shannonbattle.com, just take a look at it. Take a look at it. And if you think that you, you know, you're ready to take on the courage, I'm telling you, this would be the best investment you've made all year because this is about you. It has nothing to do with anybody else. I talk about, you know, the fear of writing the book. I talk about being vulnerable, what to tell, how do you know what to tell when you're writing the book? It's like, ah, oh, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to offend anybody. Cause, but it happened to you. So we go through all of those things. So check it out. And again, thank you. If you have any questions, suggestions, and if you just want to see or hear, you know, different type of content, make sure you go onto my website, send me a message and let's stay connected. Until then, enjoy the uncertainty, take in the wind and just ride. And also question, did you remember to smile today?